right, so today's daf is daf mem aleph, page 41. And we pick up from Omar Rav Ashi. Okay, this is the third line on daf mem aleph, Omar aleph, Omar Rav Ashi. A quick overview. We are discussing Hilcha Shemitah. Yesterday, we entered a machlekes about how to transfer Kedusha Shvius from one item to another item, from something that has Kedusha to something that doesn't have Kedusha. And we had a machlekes. One opinion held that you're able to transfer Kedusha Shemitah either through a sale or through chilul, through tr- uh, a per- my own personal transfer. I say, hey, instead of you know, the Shemitah uh, Kedusha being on my, uh, my fruit, it's now on the money, but doesn't mamish need to be a transaction? And the other opinion was, no, the only way for it to be transferred is through a transaction. You can't do regular chilul. This was the Machlekes, Rabbi Lazar, and Rabbi Echenon of yesterday. And we're, what the Gemara is going to start doing on today's daf is begin to clarify that machlekas. That's going to take us to the Mishnah. Then we're going to hit the Mishnah that's going to get us back on to Hilchas, um, uh, Lulav, Esrag, uh, Lulav, Hadassim, and Aravis. Okay? And then the Gemara is going to take us on the bottom of the Amut Amut Beis to Hilchas, Chadash, and Yasha. All right, so we got a few uh, fascinating topics today. Let's get going. Three lines from the top of Mem Aleph Omar Ravashi. Ravashi says, The whole Machlaikas about whether the transfer of Shemitah needs to be through a sale or could it be done through Chilol is only a Shiloh when it comes to the original fruits. The Shemitah fruits themselves. If I want to take that Kedusha from the fruit, does it need to be a sale only, or could it even be chil? Avol be'prisheni, but once you get to prisheni, prisheni, we're just going to translate it in context to be a secondary transfer. The second time I'm trying to transfer, meaning I have Kedusha Shemitah on my fruit that grew, I'm transferring it to money, and now I want to transfer it from money onto a coat, Okay. So then, everybody's going to agree that you don't specifically need a sale. It could even be done through chiluf. Okay. I says the Gemara, and this, how are we going to say pre-sheni? You could uh, use regular transfer. The whole proof was from the word lakach, which means it needed to be a transaction. It needed to be a sale. Say, so what are you going to do with that? No, that's only I did Tanaresha Lakach since the beginning. Says Lakach, Tananami Seipa Lakach. We mentioned it at the end, but it doesn't specifically mean that it's a sale. It can even mean that a transaction happened. A very common answer in Gemara, you know, which is which is uh, ID. You know, since we find that Brysis like keeping patterns of words, so sometimes you come up with a good idea. You know, it's like, uh, for example, you know, we find in our own lives. Sometimes you, people ask a question. The question's not so great, but you know they asked it because they have an answer. They have an agenda. You know, they have a specific, you know, Dvar uh, Taira you know, uh, they're trying to share where the answer is even better than the Shaila, right? It's even better than, uh, than the Kasha. So to over here, once we're mentioning it in the Reisha, the word Lakach, we mention it in the Seifa too, but it doesn't necessarily need to be a Lakach. It doesn't need to be a sale. It can even be a regular Chilol, a, a personal transfer of Kedusha. 
Okay. Here we go. Let's ask a question on that. Eisvei Ravina Ravashi. Ravina asked a challenging question on Ravashi. Ravashi was the one who said that the Machlaikas is specific to the first step, pre-region. He says like this. If a person has a sella of shvius, okay? Now, sella is money. It's currency. Can it be pre-rishain? L'chaira not, right? L'chaira we're dealing with, where the, the fruit kedusha went on to the sella. So a person's got a sella that has the holiness of shemitah. And with this currency that has the holiness, you want to buy a coat. Meaning, you're going to transfer it over. What should you do? Go to a chenveni who he's ragaletzlai, who you know well. This way, he'll be able to play this loophole game with you. Okay. But I'm yeah. It's like it's like your your familiar Shabbos guy, not the one who you need to start from scratch. The one who knows, you know. Uh, just listen. <laughs> we, we have a mahalach here. you should say to your money changer. Please give me for my Shemitah fruit a coin, a sella. So he gives him a sella. Okay. So now, what, what is holy? The, um, uh, yeah. So now, the sella of the Chayzer let's keep going and we'll get to the end of the story here. The Chayzer then you go back and you say to him, the peyreis is that you have is now given to you as a matana. You give me that back as a present, and I give you that back as a present. Okay? So basically, according to this brisa, we have a big question. What's going to be the big question? What just happened to the fruit? It lost its kedusha. Right? Lost kedusha. And the coin lost its kedusha because everybody's transferring it back. This is not in line with what we've been saying. That's going to be the question. As long as you're transferring it back now without a sale, and it's a simple transaction back, all of a sudden there's, it lost its kedusha. But here we're dealing with the salad that this whole thing started obviously with perisheni because you can never have money that grows in the ground, as our parents taught us. Money doesn't grow on trees. And still we're saying that according to Ravashi, according to Ravashi, whenever you have a pre-Sheni, everybody agrees you can have But over here we're saying that it's only that you're going to have a problem. Okay? So here's what's going on. Let's give a quick, let's, we understand the question, but let's cap what just happened. The Brizer says like this. Somebody has what in the Brizer is called the pre-Shani. You have money. You have a seller. You have money. Okay. This money has Kedusha Shemitah. Fine. We're not dealing with original fruit. What do you want to do with the money? You want to take your money now and buy a coat. Okay. But you got to be, we know that anything that has the holiness of Shemitah you can't just go and make regular uh, business with it. So how are you going to get your coat? How are you going to pull off that this money is going to buy you a coat? So the Bryce says, go to a store owner. 
go to a store owner and say to the store owner, please give me fruit for a seller. I'm going to buy the fruit for a seller. And he pays. Now the store owner has the seller and I have, I have the fruit. Okay? Now, where was the Kedusha? Where's the Kedusha now? Why? No, because the, the, the seller was pre shaney So it doesn't remain on the coin. The Kedusha moved from the coin onto the fruit that the coin is no longer limited to Hilchah The fruit is limited to Hilchah And then, And then you go back to the store, and you say to him, These fruits are now given to you as a matana. Okay, now he's getting back his apples and oranges. That's all he wants anyway. He doesn't care if Askedusha Shemitah because you're allowed to eat it. It's allowed to be eaten. And now I'm going to get back my Selah. I'll get back my coin that doesn't have Kedusha Shemitah. Beautiful. But how is this working, Lemaisa? Yechav, how is this working? We see you even, it even needs to be through a sale. Gavaldi. Answers the Gemara. So that's Ravina's got a strong question on Ravashi. And for the Gemara, Elam Ravashi. Rather, Ravashi says, Machlaikas b'prishen. The Machlaikas is not by prishen. The Machlaikas actually is by prishen. Yavol b'prishen. When it comes to original Shemitah food, Divrei Akol, Davka derech mekachin, derech hilo. Even Rabbi Yechonim will agree that derech does not work. And this that you're going to ask on me, that the Brisa says, both by Shemitah and Maiser Sheni, now, um, they have the same halachas. Now, Meiser Sheni is usually the original, uh, is usually the original Zach. So, my Shvias to Me Shvias. You're going to have to say that Shvias doesn't mean the original Shemitah fruit. It means the value of the Shemitah fruit. Yeah, the value of it, but we're still, de- we're still, we are still dealing with pre Sheni. Do you like Temachi? And I'll prove to you that it has to be explained like this, because if you don't say that, Meiser, Meiser, Mamish, whenever you say Meiser, Meiser Sheni means literally Meiser Sheni, Mamish, no. We know that Meiser Sheni commonly was transferred onto money for people to schlep to Yerushalayim and to purchase new fruit over there. It's referring to the value of Meiser Soto over here by Shemitah. When we talk about Shvius, it means it means the value of the money, period. Bottom, bottom, that, that's the end of the Gemara. Now here, what's the bottom line? What are we walking away from since the third line of the Amud as we get to the Mishnah? What we're walking away from is we had a machlekas yesterday, whether the kedusha of of Shemitah can be transferred only with a sale, or can it be with chilul? Can it be with my personal just transfer? We started out saying Rav Ashi was of the opinion that um, this whole machlekas is only by my, is only by the Shemitah fruit itself, but by money that comes afterwards, what we call prishani everybody will be in agreement that you can do a stama transfer. The Gemara disproved that. Ravina challenged Ravashi from a brisa. We proved Ravashi wrong. And therefore, Ravashi had to re-explain what he meant. And he actually says, no, what he actually meant was, by pre-rishon, it must be a sale. No machlekas. And the machlekas is actually by a pre-shani. Originally said it's by a pre-shani. It's a, everybody agrees that, that the kibbutz whatever you want, and now he's switching that over and saying, no, the machlek is actually by appreciation. Okay, fine. That's what we accomplished in that explanation. Gvaldik and the Gemara, brand new Mishnah. Okay, let's talk for a moment 
as we begin the next mission. So, unfortunately, and this is going to be a very powerful Gemara, very powerful Gemara. Unfortunately, we in our lifetimes are not yet familiar with the avoda that took place in the Beis HaMikdash on Sukkot. The service in the Beis HaMikdash of Sukkot, we're not familiar with it, unfortunately. We don't have the third Beis HaMikdash with us. Be'ez HaShem will be zeichet to have it with us this year. But until now, we haven't seen it. And we're going to see a powerful Gemara explaining that there's actually halachas nowadays when someone get on to Chadash and Yashan, they, we have to live as if the Beis, we're going to mamish have the Beis HaMikdash in a few minutes. Okay? So, in the Beis HaMikdash, the Dalid Minim, the Lulav, Esther, Gadas, and Aravis, were taken on all seven days in the Beis HaMikdash. Okay? Now, what about nowadays for us? Why do we do it all seven days? So this is what our mission is going to guide us in. Let's go. Barishayna. In earlier times, when we had a Beis HaMikdash, the Dalit meaning the four species were taken to the Beis HaMikdash all seven days of Pesach. Okay? Now, Mishacharav Beis HaMikdash, when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. Now, by the way, Rashi points out for us that all seven days were biblical. Okay? The Eraisa in the Beis HaMikdash. Uba Medina Yaimechad. Outside the base Hamikdash, they only took their Lulav, Esther, Gadas, and Arava on day number one. That's it. However, Mishachara base Hamikdash, once the base Hamikdash was destroyed, Hiskin Rabbi Echinon ben Zakai, Rabbi Echinon ben Zakai gave, made a decree. Sheyehi Lulav Nito ben Medina Shiva, Zecher le Mikdash, that the Lulav should be done outside the base Hamikdash. For all seven days to commemorate the Avaidah in the Beis Hamikdash, and also that the Yom Hanef is Kulai Aser. Okay, what is Yom Hanef Kulai Aser? So this is a second. This is a second decree of Rabbi Yechem and Zakai, which is the second day of Pesach. On the second day of Pesach, after the Karban Omer was brought, which allowed the Chadash, it allowed the the newer grain. So the Torah tells us. That it needs to be, um, it needs to be uh, waived, and we're talking about the day where the new crop is allowed. It's called the Yom Hennef. It's called to be. It's called uh, the day of waving. And what was the decree? Let's just clarify. What was Rabbi Yechonah Mezakai's decree? That the sixteenth day of Nisan, you're still not allowed to eat from the new crop throughout the entire day. Okay. Now, seemingly, it seems before the decree. It was permitted to eat it earlier on in the day. That's what it seems. Okay. That is the Mishnah. Clear? Mishnah told us a couple things. First of all, in the Beis HaMikdash, biblically, the Dalad Minim is seven days. Outside the Beis HaMikdash is only day number one. Reuven Mezakeh made two decrees once the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. Decree number one is that nowadays we should take it all seven days. And decree number two is that on the 16th day on Nisan, you're not allowed to eat from the new crop throughout the day. Okay. Says the Gemara, How do we know that there are things that a Jew is supposed to do, to commemorate the Avodah and how things were done in the Beis HaMikdash? 
The Pasuk says, I will make in Arucha Allah, I will make something longer for you, referring to a healing. And from your hits, from what that which struck you, I will heal you. So says Hashem. Because the Gayim are going to say that they're going to call us Nidacha. Okay? A nidche is when something is pushed aside, something is pushed off till later. Okay? Nobody's going to be searching out Yerushalayim. Nobody's searching out Yerushalayim. Which lets us know that we're supposed to seek out that which was done in the Beis HaMikdash. And therefore, Rabbi and Zakai made a decree. He made a gzera that a Yid is supposed to remember, have a zecher to commemorate the Beis HaMikdash. Never forget, even though the Beis HaMikdash, unfortunately, is not, is not standing right now, never forget that the Rabbani Shalom is without a home. The Rabbani Shalom is homeless. Shekhin is homeless. Yeah? So what do we do? As much as we can, we bring him into our home. As much as we can. But Lemaisa, this is the source that you're spo- we're supposed to do things to remind us of the Beis HaMikdash. Period. Two dots. What do we say in the Mishnah? hey, home hena. Rabbi made a decree that the entire 16th day of Nisan, nowadays, you're not allowed to eat from the new crop. My time, why? What's the reason for the decree? Says the Gemara, this is what's powerful. The Mikdash should be built in one minute. People are going to say, oh, we remember. Yeah. We remember, you know, on the 16th day of Nisan, on the second day of Pesach, we would eat from the new grain first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. Now, if there's no carbon Eimer, you're allowed to. You're allowed to do first thing in the morning. You're allowed to eat from the new grain. So, the problem is, people are going to say, when there is a base at Mikdash, that automatically you can eat in the morning. So too, when we have a base of Mikdash, this is what we're used to. They didn't realize that Nebuch, previously we were in Golos. And therefore, only back then, when the sun came up, are you allowed to eat first thing. But you have to wait for the carbon Oymer to be brought. Okay? So listen to this. Mamish are powerful then. For all millennia. Now, the reason why this is not a chiddush is because it wasn't supposed to be millennia in Rabbi Yechonzaka's mind. Every year, we're supposed to assume it's our last year here. Right? And therefore, we got to make sure that this year is not the last year that we're going to make a mistake off of. Because next year is going to be... Okay, beautiful. It says the Gemara like this. The Ivni Amos. What's Rabbi Yechonah when does he think the Beis HaMikdash is going to be built in a way where Yidin are going to forget about the Halacha? If you're going to say that there's a chance the Beis HaMikdash is going to come down from Shemayim on the first day of Cholamoid, and we already started eating, but now that there's a Beis HaMikdash five minutes later at 11 a.m., uh, we have to wait for the Karban No. Once it was Mutter, it's Mutter. Rather, it must be that he's concerned that it's going to be built on the first day of Pesach. 
So then we say from Chatzais Hayyim and afterwards it should be okay because the Karban was always brought before Chatzais. Okay? So, either way, ask the Gemara, listen to this, beautiful. If the base of Mikdash is taka, not going to end up here, unfortunately, so then you should be able to eat first thing in the morning. And if you end up with the base of Mikdash, and the, yeah, if the base of Mikdash is there, even were the 15th or earlier, so then, at least allow, if the Beit at least allow from Chatzais Hayyim and on, because the Aymer was always brought from Chatzais. Okay? Beautiful Kasha. says, No, here's the concern. The concern is maybe it's going to be built, it's going to come down from Shemayim, the first night of Cholomite Sukkot, at night. So now you're going to have a problem. Why? Because the, the next morning light never permitted it. Right? The next morning never permitted it yet. Or you could say it's going to come down right before Shkiyasachama, right before Yomtif. Now, if this happens, here's the concern. The concern is going to be that, the, unfortunately, uh, uh, unfortunately, fortunately, if the Beis Hamikdash comes down as um, you know Pesach is starting, or as the first day Yomtif goes in uh, as Suk as Pesach is starting, or as we go into Cholamayid. The carbon Aymer is not necessarily going to be the first thing that the Kahanim are busy with to make sure that that gets done. Okay? And therefore, says Rechem and Zakai, in this, where you have a scenario where the Besamekdash is not going to be built on the 16th, it may just come down the night before and there's going to be a lot to do. Uh, and then, even though Aymer might be delayed, pass Chachais. So then, that's why he said, in case of this wild situation, Nobody's allowed to eat. Um, nobody's allowed to eat uh, the chadash, the new grain, until the entire day has passed. Okay. It's the Gemara and Shabbos about Mashiach coming on Yom Tov. No Tchum, no Liyoh Anav is going to come warn us beforehand. Okay. There's no, there's no one. You, okay. Amar Nachmar Yitzchak. Rav Nachmar Yitzchak. Rav Nachmar Yitzchak. By the way, before I get into the next sugya. Just to talk for a moment, there's there's a few other halachas where we do find this. We do find, um, for example, by hokas nida. When it comes to hokas nida, mido raisa, biblically, a woman is allowed to go to the mikvah on day number seven. She can go to the mikvah on day number seven, and she's tahar immediately. Okay, she's tahar immediately. But there's an iser of relations. It's forbidden to have relations until sundown because even though she's tahar then, she still needs seven days of clean, of Zion Nikiyim. And if, let's say, they were to have relations and then she sees a spotting of bleeding afterwards before sundown, now it messed up the entire seven days and retroactively... This was a bayal nida, you know. So there's, we find similar situations in halacha, where where there's a concern between what happens earlier in the day and later in the day, and therefore we make a to just wait all the way till the end of the day. Okay. Rav Nachman Yitzchak Amar Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, Rabbi Yechem is Zakbishit. There's a Biyuda Amar Rabbi Yechelam Ben Zakai is following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, the Amar Minatayru Aser, who holds. That when there's no base on Mikdash, Midaraisa, it's still forbidden to eat 
the the chadash, the new grain. Dichsev, as it says, we now turn to Bemal of Amud Beis. Ad until the the etzem, the atmius of this day, the center of this day. Okay, adi which means the the in the essence, the entire the entire day. And he says, when you find the word ad, it means ad bechlal, up and until, meaning through. Yeah, it's uh, interesting where that uh, I don't know if it applies in all languages, but I know we have it the English language as well, right? When you when you tell somebody the next, the next time, or you know, for for us, like I say all the time with my wife, we still can't figure out what the next exit means. Does the next exit mean this exit or the next exit? And say, so get off at the next exit. Is it the next exit coming up? Or the exit coming up is this exit, and the next exit is the one afterward. Arba, arba, chal. It depends how fast you got to use, the, right, you got to go to the rest stop. Okay. I hear. Gavalik. Says the Gemara, umi sabr la kavasai. Does Rabbi Echelen Tak agree with Rabbi Yehuda? Ketanin betanin learned in the bride, v'apot mifag palagalei. But l'chayr, he argues on him. How do you see that? Ketanin, we learned in the bride, so... Made a decree that the entire 16th day of Nisan, now let eat the new grain. And Reb Yehuda says, Yeah, it's Osir Midai Raisa. Okay, so listen to this. Reb Yehuda says, Oh, we're making a decree. The whole thing says, uh, excuse me, <laughs> you're making a decree. You're making a decree, you're supposed to keep Shabbos. That's not a rabbinic decree. It says it in the Torah. It says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda misunderstood Rabbi Yehuda's statement. He thought Rabbi Yehuda was saying that the Yom Hinef is, is based off of a decree. But that's not what Rabbi Yehuda meant. He was saying that when there's no base Hamikdash, even Midairaisa. Because there's no carbonimer, you are not allowed to eat from the new grain until the until the sixteenth day of Nisan is over. I bought Hiskin Kamar. What do you mean he misunderstood Rebbe said Hiskin. A decree means it's rabbinic. He obviously meant it's rabbinic. Right now we're saying he meant biblical. Why say a decree? What's takana? Says my Hiskin. It means dorash for Hiskin. That he made a a drasha and therefore based upon the drasha. Of when there's no base hamikdash, ad etzem it's the entire day because of that. So he made a decree that this is the din da'iraisa. Okay, that was the misunderstanding over here, and it's a very understandable misunderstanding, right? Because usually we know when we learn through halachas, you find the word takana, it means derabon. Yeah, it means it's rabbinic. So that's that's what confused Rabbi Yehuda. Of the Maisa, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion. That he, he is in agreement that it's a, when there's no base on Mikdash, biblically, you're not allowed to eat from the new grain on this, through the 16th day of Nisan. Period. End of that Gemara. Okay. Gavald. Next mission. Yom Tovarishain Shalchag Shechaliya Ispeshavs. What happens when Sukkis starts on Friday night? The first day of Yom Tif, which is a biblical obligation to take the Dalad Minim, it falls out on Shabbos. Kol Ha'am, here's what, here's what they would do. Kol Ha'am, all of Klal Yisrael, 
Everybody should bring their lulavs to the Beis HaKnesses. Okay? Lemachros, on Shabbos. Mashkimu Bam, they'd wake up early and they'd come to Shul. Okay? And everybody would recognize which lulav is theirs and take it. Because the Chachamim say, now interesting, we're not explaining why they brought their stuff to Shul before, Shab- before Shabbos. We're saying, we'll explain why can't they bring, why'd they bring it before Shabbos? It's up. You can't come to care, right? Okay. So you think you have, over here, like we don't take it on Shabbos. But the Chari, you have an obvious answer to it. What do you do? Just bring it before Shabbos, right? Okay, we'll see why we don't do that now. And then Shabbos itself, everybody would come and make sure they have their own lulav. Like we learned, right? It's got to be yours on the first day. So they made sure that everybody took their own personal lulav and they didn't confuse lulav. But if it's any other day of Yom Tif, let's say Shabbos, Falls on any other day of of uh, of Yom Tif, not day one. They, they didn't. You don't need to be so careful because what's the difference if I use mine or I use yours? As long as we're meichel to each other and we're not stealing, we should be okay, right? Even if it is stealing, you get your mitzvah, but it's still not very okay. Period. If the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos v'shokach. And a person forgot, and he carried the lulav to Rishus You did not vera. When you find the word potter, it means potter avalaser. Okay? So you're not obligated to making a mistaken avera. Because when you do an avera with the intention of it being a mitzvah, it limits the liability. Very interesting. We find this in the Torah, in Yiddishkeit. You find in Yiddishkeit that a person's intent, it's not all the start all and the end all, but a person's intent plays a very strong role. Just to give an example, let's not mamish this point over here, but to give an example, it's a beautiful idea uh, brought down from the Chafetz Chaim. The Mishnah in Pirkei Avos tells us that when a person does every every gavara, every bad thing that a person does creates a prosecutor against them in Shemayim. And every good deed that we do creates a advocate for us in Shemayim. Right? It's a often quoted Mishnah and Perkyabis. And we know this every action that a yid does, every action a person does, it creates a malach. And the 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 good deeds create advocates and the bad deeds create prosecutions. Okay. Zuck the Chavis Chaim, a fascinating thing, is fascinating. He says that the same way um, some prosecuting, uh, some prosecutors are stronger than others and some defendants are stronger than others, so too it is with mitzvahs. He says a beautiful thing. When a person does in Avera, mamish, like, I don't care. I don't care. That's going to create a strong prosecutor. 
But when we do an Avera with a conscience, yeah, uh, I, I know, I know, I shouldn't do it, uh, okay, I have charata, I have... Says the Chavetz Chaim, the prosecutor against us in Shemayim is very weak. The prosecution is very weak. Our Avera was done without, we didn't really want to do it, Yitzhahara got me. So then even the prosecution is weak. And same thing with mitzvahs. And a person does a mitzvah with Islavus, with excitement, and, uh, that advocate is a robust uh, defense attorney. We do a mitzvah, didn't really want to do it. Yeah? Yeah? So, so it's interesting, this Mishnah is telling us that, yeah, what you did was wrong. It's an Aveira, you're going to have to do tshuva. But you did it bershus, you did it with the intention of it being a mitzvah, that it does to an extent limit the liability. Yeah. It seems any time when you do it, you're occupied with a mitzvah. You intend to do a mitzvah on your mind. It seems that that's, that's the Indian over here. Right. Okay. Zok the Gemara says the Gemara Menani Mili. How do I know these halachas of Lulav and Dalit Minim the Tanrab one of the rabbis learned so should we? You should take every year. It's supposed to take. Lachem, yours, Mishachem. It's got to be yours. To exclude a borrowed lulav on day number one and a stolen lulav. Okay? You can't use your friend's dalad minim unless they give it to you as a gift. Taka, what does a person do? They can't, they, you know, they, they, were, they, didn't, they weren't able to get their hands on the dalad minim. It was expensive. They didn't have enough in their town. Whatever it was. What do you do? So all you need to do is you, you do it as a matana. This gives you uh, this gives the person full ownership, okay? And then the person could fulfill his mitzvah. Umaisa, there's a story. with Rabbi They were on a boat. only Rabbi had a lulav shalachu be'elev zuz gavaldik. He paid a thousand zuz for it. Why is that important? Why do we care? Why do we care how much he paid for his lulav? Is it a? It's a competition. Yeah. Listen to this. Not the Rebbe Gamliel who paid a thousand zuz. He took it and he did his mitzvah. The son of the Rebbe Shua Matana gave the Shua as Matana. Not the Rebbe Shua Vayatzubai. He did his mitzvah. did the mitzvah, and he passed it on. Son of the Matan Rebbe Kiva. Not the Rebbe Kiva Vayatzubai. Rebbe Kiva did his mitzvah, and he gave it back to Rebbe Gamliel. So you see over here that even when somebody gives it to somebody else as a gift, it's considered like a full ownership, and he um, and uh, everybody everybody got their mitzvah, huh? Aha, so that's a, he's ruining the uh, rotation over here. <laughs> so, so what people do nowadays, what people do nowadays, is you're allowed to give a matana almanas lahachzir. You're allowed to give somebody a full-fledged gift, but you say it's a gift, but it's only yours on condition that you agree to give it back to me at a later time. Some point today, you got to give it back to me. 
This way, there's a complete transfer, but that person, if they don't give it back to you, what it does is it retroactively makes it that it wasn't theirs, it was mine the whole time, and they didn't get their mitzvah. They messed themselves up instead of me. But beautiful, beautiful chap uh, on that. But yeah, it's called the matana, uh, matana manastahas. Okay. Now, one of the one of the zachen, one of the things to notice over here, if you pay the thousand zuz, how does the price go so high? Because people are willing to pay for it. So you see the 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 love of mitzvahs, the love of mitzvahs over here, right? The mafarshim say that the other tanayim, even though they knew that they're going to get a chance with the mitzvah. There was a bidding war on the Dalaminim. Everybody wanted to be the ones who were zeichet to buy the Dalaminim. And it got so, it went up to a thousand zuz until finally Reb Gamliel won out to be able to win. Otherwise, if nobody cared about the mitzvah, no, it would have ended up costing him a hundred. What did he get? Okay. Ask the Gemara on the story. Why do we need to say that Rabbi Akiva gave it back to Rabbi Gamliel, beautiful. If you give somebody the Dalin Minim on condition, they give it back. Like we explained with Robert. Beautiful. Okay. Huh? Correct. Even if it's not. It's letting us know, it says, Milsa Agaborche. It's letting us know that even in such a case, it would work. It would work, it would work. yeah. In a chanan. In a All right. Now, what Rabbi Ravinsky here is pointing out, he's here with me in, in Shova, is pointing out, is that it seems, and this is an additional nakuda here, it seems when you have a matonal manas lahaksir, a gift on condition, it, it's given back, it seems that it doesn't necessarily need to be given back by me. It's just my responsibility to make sure it gets back. So, because Rabbi Gamliel didn't, he didn't originally give it to Rabbi Akiva, right? Rabbi Gamliel gave it to Rabbi Yeshua, who gave it to Rabbi Ozban Azariah, who gave it, right? And then ultimately it made its way back. So you see that when you do Matan Malastahaksir, the responsibility of the one who received the gift is not necessarily to give it straight back to the owner, but it's to make sure that it ultimately gets returned. Okay. Says the Gemara, Why is he going to do To teach us how beloved the mitzvahs are on all of them. You hear this? This is the point we were bringing out. If we were just saying that the, the, the mitzvah was beloved to Rabbi Gamliel himself, it should say to teach us how beloved the mitzvah is on him. Why does it say on them? Ah, beautiful. It sh- the fact that it costed a thousand zuz shows how much they wanted it to. My father would daven while he was holding the Dalit Minim. That's how much he, he loved the mitzvah of Dalit Minim. That's a challenging question. How can you daven Shemayna Esrei when holding the Dalit Minim one second? A person shan't hold tefillin in his hand. Or keep a sefer Torah in his lap. And Davin, you're not, you're not supposed to do these things, right? Why not? Rashi says, because you're, 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 you you're too nervous, you're going to drop the sefer Torah. Yeah, you're nervous, you're going to drop this stuff. You can't focus. You also can't urinate. You shouldn't take a nap or take a longer sleep. 
Yomar Shmuel Shmuel says, Sakinu Kara, Kikaru Mois, Harayivu Kisim, anything that's dangerous or has value that it might break and fall, you're not allowed to hold it while you're daven. So the question is, why is he holding? Why is Amemar holding the Dalarinim while he's davening Shmuel 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 and therefore, people are concerned. Okay, people are concerned. You're gonna say, "Oh, what's gonna be? I don't. You don't need to be holding it. Okay, you don't need to be holding the sefer Torah. You're right. It's a nice zach. It's a good zach. But there's no obligation to. There's no bigger mitzvah. And therefore, um, uh, and therefore, the over here, which is a mitzvah like tarbu, a person is not busy with them. Tani, we learned in the price of Lazar Tzadik says. Let me tell you how the Yerushalmi Yidin, what they would do. A person would leave his house in the morning holding a lulav. He'd come to shul. They would have kriya satayra and duchening as we call it. What would they do? Then, during Kriya Satara and the, uh, and the Duchening, they would put it down on the ground. Okay. Now, now they started leaving Shul. Again, they're holding it throughout, besides for the Kriya Satara and the, and the Duchening. Okay? We'll explain in a minute. Then once they finish, they went to the lulav is in their hand. Okay. Um, there's a big question on this, by the way. Who do you know sits Shiva on Yom Tif? Is it possible? No. In halacha, it's not possible. Why? If somebody's nifter before Yom Tif and they start Shiva before Yom Tif, there's no Shiva on Yom Tif. If Nebuch, someone passes away on Yom Tif, you don't start Shiva till. After Yom Tif. So the Rishonim here explained that it can't be mamish like the Nichum Avelim of Shiva. It means that when somebody lost a loved one and you want to go just be with them, you're, you're allowed to go show an Avel that you care about them, even if they're not mamish sitting Shiva. Nichnas the base Medrash, he comes in to learn Torah. Mishager Lulavai Biyad Benai. You should then take the Lulav, give it to a young child, Ubiyad Avdai, or a servant, Ubiyad Shluchai, or through any other. Uh, messenger. Says the Gemara, my kamashvalan, what is the whole chiddush of telling us what these people in Yerushalayim would do? Right? What did we say? They left in the morning with a lulav. They went to show with a lulav. Kriyashmat and davening with a lulav. However, they read the Torah. They put it down. They duchening, they put it down. Oh, then they went to visit others. They picked it back up. And then when it came to learning, no more lulav. My kamashvalan, the diacha kamas reason, the mitzvahs to see, you, know, you see from here how careful they were with mitzvahs. Okay, now let's pause here for a moment and uh, we're going to hold it here for today, but let's just explain this, uh, this last b'risen, okay? And, that, and it's as follows. Why by Kriyas HaTayra and Duchening did they not hold the Torah? So the, the reason is as follows. When a person reads the Torah in Shul, so the halacha is you're supposed to keep your hands on the Atzichayim. So therefore, now that my hands on the Atzichayim of Kriyas HaTayra, so I'm not supposed to be holding Ladal Minim. My hands are supposed to be u- useful elsewhere. A Kayan, when he duchens, uses his hands, and they, they keep their fingers and their hands in special places. You're not allowed to be holding Ladal Minim. It's going to mess up the duchening. 
and by learning, right? And, and by learning, oh, so the joke is, how do you keep a yeshiva guy quiet? You know what you do? You tie his hands behind his back. <laughs> what? That's the, very good, right? How do, you keep, how do you learn without moving your hands? There you go. So since we're learning, a person's always moving their hands. So they make sure you put down the dalaminim. This way, uh, this way it doesn't fall. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, the exit very good. Right, during the one who's called up to the Torah. Yeah, excellent. Okay. okay. Uh, all right, have a wonderful evening, everybody. Um, and Bezran, we will pick up same time uh, tomorrow evening, hopefully in Rishalayim. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful night.